Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash life's gotten mundane so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to lucky land you know what they say your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. That sums up how I'm feeling right now. <laughs> Better late than never. Bronco blast. <laughs> the Bronco fans feel like they've kicked their season off, and the drummer was kicking uh, hard yeah, there yeah. on that one. Uh, it's Bronco's blast featuring uh, Bronco's correspondent, our correspondent, Ian St. Clair. Follow him at Ian St. Clair. Follow him at a Mile High Report. And, I've, and also brought to you by um, folks who... Uh, I've, I've already received a very special gift this holiday season, a Liquid collage treasure. with references to my past life oh, created Lord. by my filmmaker, artist, brother, wow. Lewis. Uh, and he, he made it for me, and I took it right down to framed art. It's delicate. It has to be preserved. It's going to go into a box. Uh, and But that's the place to go for your personal and your sports memorabilia, museum-quality fine art to award-winning framer for all of Metro Denver, all the sports teams, all the sports colleges. Uh, go down to Framed Art at 3065 South Broadway. Great time of year to be a sports fan, pro and college football. We've got Army-Navy this afternoon. Bowls start next week, plus hockey and hoops. You can catch all the game action on, at Stoney's Bar and Grill, 11th and Lincoln in the heart of downtown and Stoney's Uptown. 1035 17th Street, just west of Park Avenue. A combined 88 big-screen TVs will show you every game. That's pre-game, post-game. Every game is on at Stoney's Bar and Grill and Stoney's Uptown. Check them out. And by the way, they, Stoney's has uh, the watch parties for LSU and Oklahoma. 
Guess what they're going to do on, yeah. on the playoff day? <laughs> well, That's going to be a zoo. They, they, they uh, it'll be like the meeting of the teams yeah, on the field. I'm saying you got to before split. the before the coin toss. To sometimes Stone. it gets a little rowdy. Yeah, I told Stoney, man, you better have to separate the building here, That's man. It. This is draw this a line, yep. draw a Mason Dixon line. Yep. You know, right there. <laughs> uh, anyway, that'll be fun. Um, all right, let's welcome in. Uh, good morning, Ian St. Clair. Things looking uh, rosier for the Denver Broncos. So my question to you to start out with. Is uh, Elway and Sackick, is John Elway becoming the new Joe Sackick? Um, John Elway, uh, like, like Joe Sackick, a revered superstar, becomes general manager of his team. The team loses, proud franchise in the dumpster. Everybody gets upset, and then all of a sudden one day, all the young players wake up and go, we can play here, we're good. You know, and suddenly they're heroes again. Is Elway about to uh, be resurrected? My only contention with that analogy is Joe Sackick mm-hmm. is still trying to get his team a championship, and John Elway has done that. And I totally get the argument that <clears throat> you can make that, <clears throat> excuse me, that it was Peyton Manning and not John Elway, but at the same point, John Elway had to sign Peyton Manning. He still had mm-hmm. to sign all those defensive players. So while currently that analogy works Joe Sackick is still trying to get his team a championship which John Elway has already done and taken his team to two Super Bowls I think the big thing that has changed the Broncos around is not the young core the young core has been there it's Drew Locke this is all about Drew Locke this is all about Drew Sember this is all about the Drew train pulling into the NFL and taking Broncos country by storm and now everyone is waiting with bated breath, wondering if he can do it again on Sunday at Arrowhead. You know, I thought so, you, you had a great uh, comment off the air to me, but also I think on uh, Mile High Report on your podcast that if you think it's easy finding a quarterback, look at Kansas City. They waited 40 years. I'm quoting you directly. They waited 40 years after Len Dawson retired <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, and uh, you know, to find a replacement quarterback. They had Joe Montana. Exactly. Yeah, briefly, briefly. Well, for two years. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like like a Peyton Manning, and, uh, exactly. but with not as much success. Not as, and that was good, yeah. At yeah. that point, it's so, yeah. All right, Casey. Well, and, and the, I think the biggest the biggest difference with that is Peyton Manning is now associated with the Broncos more than he is with the Colts. <laughs> yeah. Well, he lives here, so well, he yeah. Is, he is around here. Uh, I, I wonder if that's true uh, over the nation. Well, you don't see him going to Pacers games and throwing touchdown passes to their mascot. Right? <laughs> Do the Pacers even have a mascot? I don't even know. <laughs> what would a Pacer be? It could be a car, I guess. Right? Yeah, it could be a it could be a trotter. You know, one of those uh, yeah, horses go. that pulls yeah. a buggy with a rider in it. No, uh, I, I'm with you, and I think Drew Locke's made a big difference emotionally as much as anything else. Yes, he's got the arm talent. He's got the, he's got the swag. He's got all those things going for him. But his attitude is so. In fact, that's what was missing to me with Paxton Lynch, uh, and even Brock Osweiler to some extent. They just didn't have that same leadership swag kind of vibe going around with them when, when they're on the field. I mean, that, that first play last week was gutsy, right? I mean, he's thrown out of his end zone, and he's throwing a, a pass to a guy that was pretty well covered, and Fant makes a nice catch, and then they just started go, rolling after that. So I don't think Joe Flacco completes that pass. For, first of all, he's not mobile enough to get away from the pass rush. But they have, they've got something going here with this kid, and they've got to keep it going. I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not think, I don't think Elway's a great... In fact, I just said, I don't think Elway's a very good general manager. I think he'd be a great vice president in charge of smiling and greeting and, and attracting Peyton Mannings and all that. 
with a guy like Chris Ballard as the actual general manager. I think that'd be a pretty pretty good combo. But uh, we'll take what we got right now, and we'll see where it goes. Do we have to get back to what you were saying about Paxton Lynch, I think the biggest difference between Drew Locke and Paxton Lynch, on top of that that swag and that attitude, is the self awareness. And we had a a slap to the face from that Ed Bashotti from the athletic piece about the, the the still complete lack of self-awareness from Paxton Lynch and not being able to take into account that maybe it was him who was responsible for his failures here in Denver and not the coaches and definitely yeah. not the media because yeah. you and I were two of the members of the media who wanted oh, yes, Paxton Lynch absolutely. to at least have the chance. Yep. But I, I think the big thing with Drew Locke on top of his attitude is he wants to be better. He loves football. He reminds me of Peyton Manning in that way, and that he wants to dive in and learn the playbook, to learn where he can get better, to work. And I think he loves practice. That was the thing that Peyton Manning loved was practice. And when you watch him, I've seen other people throw this comparison around. It's hard not to see a little bit of Brett Favre in Drew Locke and how he plays the game and how he loves the game. I'm not saying he's going to be Brett Favre, but that's that same kind of gunslinger mentality Mm -hmm. where he just goes out, loves the game, loves to play. He knows it's a game, and and that's contagious. And I think that's why the Broncos go into Kansas City on this ridiculous eight-game losing streak to the Chiefs. They actually believe they can win, and I think that's a big difference from the last seven times or eight times, I guess three or four times they've gone into Arrowhead, is that belief. And that, again, goes back to Drew Locke, and that's what's so exciting about all of this. I agree. So we take Drew Locke, a guy who's got an unbelievable arm, and you can see it because he throws leaning backwards. This guy has always depended on his arm. Now he goes into Kansas City in December, where the Broncos never do well. It's like uh, Napoleon marching into Russia in the winter or something. It, it's just it's, it's just an endless uh, headache. Even when they outplay the Chiefs, they don't seem to come away with wins in December uh, in frigid uh, Kansas City. Um, at some point, is, is that going to be his undoing, that he leans backwards and throws these incredible passes? Can he sustain that? And uh, can, can the Broncos be competitive or win in Kansas City? I think what is going to help Drew Locke is I, I get all of the talk about well now there's tape on him and defenses are going to be able to figure him out. Well, that's a double-edged sword because now Rich Scangarello and TC McCartney have tape on Drew Locke. So I remember talking to Mark last week about one of my keys to the game <clears throat> for Drew Locke <clears throat> and the Broncos was to get him more leash, give him more leash, and I think you give him even more leash going into Kansas City now because he took advantage of that opportunity, and he clearly thrived with it. Yep. So I think what's going to help Drew Locke with his footwork is continually working on it, and the fact that he knows he has to work on it, but he wants to work at it. He knows that, that, ha- that that's one of his issues. So I, I, there's no doubt that Scangarello and T.C. McCartney, who's the Broncos quarterback's coach, are going to work with him on that stuff. And I absolutely do think that this can be a a competitive game. And I actually think the Broncos can win it because of that belief. They have the confidence. They, They really do feel like they can win this game. And I think they can win this game, even with the injuries on the defensive line. Because I think Vic Fangio, what he has done on defense, 
with all of the injuries that they have had has been incredible and it cannot be overlooked because they have played incredibly incredibly well and it's it, it's brought up some depth for them so i think they absolutely can win this football game and i wouldn't be surprised if the broncos come out and do what they did in 2014 with Peyton Manning and take some deep shots to Cortland Sutton. Test this Kansas City Chiefs secondary. See if they can cover Cortland Sutton. I get that everyone wants them to run the football, but throw some curveballs at Steve Spagnuolo and this Chiefs defense. Well, let's get your prediction. What's your final score? How how far on the limb are you going? (laughs) Well, I've told you guys that very few times, if ever, will I ever predict the Broncos to lose to the Raiders or the Chiefs. But this actually feels like it can happen. I actually think Drew Locke will become the fourth quarterback in Broncos history to win a game in December in Arrowhead, joining the likes of John Elway, Peyton Manning, and Kyle Orton. So I think they're going to win 27-24. Wow, 27-24 Broncos. Ian, we will follow your coverage tomorrow, winners and losers, uh, at Mile High Report, who, who, are the, who are the stars and who are the goats, and uh, uh, continue to listen to your podcast in, at uh, Mile High Report. Thank you. Thanks, Ian. Thanks, guys. All right. Coming up next, it should be a rousing Ram roundup with Kelly Lyle, the story behind yeah, the hiring rousing. of third choice. Ooh. Steve Adazio over uh, vetoed Butch Jones, favorite son Tony Alford, and a pretty good field, I thought, in some ways. Did the Rams get their man? We'll talk about that. And the impact on recruiting as signing day approaches next week.